day 109. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. Yeah. All right, special day today. Yeah. Keith was at the crib last night. Uh, and yesterday, this man turned in his final paper for his masters from reform theological seminary so yes seminary is done, done yeah on this level yeah 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 and right into the fall yeah we've shared it here before right no, so so it's not news no we haven't no oh <laughs> this is know. an announcement no? No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> looking at me like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Like, There's more school coming. Yeah. But All right. yeah, more yeah. school coming, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like so free. It, yeah. You know, not that it was like a burden in a bad way, but just like it was something that, yeah, like was coming to its end, right? Yeah. Coming to its end of its term and you're just like trying to finish at the end, trying to turn in all your work. And uh, yeah, you just feel accomplished, grateful. That's it. Happy. You know what I'm saying? Like- um, just yeah, thankful that how you know I was telling John like I've come so far. You know, right, I looked at right. my first paper, <laughs> right? He was like, "Ooh, <laughs> it was rough." But and then the last one is like, "Wow, like I've come so far. The Lord has has been so gracious. I've learned so much." You know, at the same time, you feel like, "Dang, you know, you you come to the end. It's like, well, I've learned a lot, but then it's like, I don't really feel like that right. all the time because you know you you realize how much you don't know, right? I mean, you really learn." How much there is still to learn and so yeah um yeah just trying to be like humble by it but also like grateful and yeah just That's thankful dope. for the, the opportunity and accomplishment i gotta give a shout out to john man he like you know um he is the one who helped me get you know to seminary Come and on. get it paid for and <laughs> this was the the goal right to yeah, how yeah. do we get yeah black and brown folks into schools where they don't leave with not just a crazy amount of debt, yeah. but no debt. And so created and charted that path to, all right, debt-free, let's yeah. get it out of here. And it it worked. Yeah. You were the first one to cross yeah. through. So, yeah. yeah it's, You're the proof of concept for when I need to raise more money to, <laughs> yo, man. Get, yo, look, this is this, this is what is we what did. Right, right, right. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about this, <laughs> sign yeah. up for our Patreon. Okay. We'll yeah. talk more and about uh, sp more specific kind of high-level things that I've learned and uh, super things that, that I'm super grateful for. Uh, and next step, when is the announcement going to come? Graduation. Okay. Yeah, all right, graduation. All right. that so that's that. another week. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, want to learn more, know more, Patreon, we got to get started with this podcast. Okay, go on. <laughs> Psalm 93. So all right, so we're in book four of the Psalms. So remember, book four is about maturation, right? So yeah. book four shows us this uh, exilic context. Basically, the people of God going to exile because of their sin. You know, uh, Israel and the kingdom was split with Solomon. He was wilding. 722 BC, Israel goes in exile. Right. 586, Judah goes in exile. And the kingdom, bro, is in question. But you see the um, declaration of faith, like right. even in exile, right? They're declaring, even though these foreign nations that are in power on earth, we're declaring that our God is still reigning in heaven. Right. So look at Psalm 93 to 96. The theme is that the Lord reigns. Right. right? They're all kingship psalms. Yeah. So in 93... He's like, hey, the Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. He is robed and enveloped in strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. And, uh, you know, his reign, God's reign, he's talking about uh, his His eternal reign, right? Like yeah. God's reign is eternal. It's from eternity, he says, but it's also fixed in heaven, right? Right. Like 
above and beyond where anyone else could try and sabotage it. Right. He isn't just doing a term, right? He isn't just temporarily in office. Right. But he is there eternally for us to right. submit to. Yep. Uh, verse five, your testimonies are completely reliable. And I love that when things around us don't seem to be the case, right? That yeah. it's a, uh, we can go back to God's word and say, all right, God, I know your word created yep, the yep, world, yep. right? Your word tends to come first. Your mm. word comes first and then things change. So mm. if I don't see things the way that I want to, then I can go back to your word and realize that even if there's dissonance in between your word and how things are, yeah. it's always the case because your word comes first. So I'm going to put my trust in your word. Your testimonies are completely reliable. Yeah. If Psalm 93 is about the eternal reign of God and it's firmness, right? It's yeah. reliability. Like you said, Psalm 94 is about the just reign of God. Like mm. we don't just serve a, a king who is arbitrary, who sits on the side and is like, yo, this is who I am. But he actually does something for his people. He actually right. promotes justice on the earth. He says, yo, Lord, God of vengeance, God of vengeance, shine, rise up, judge the earth. And he's going to talk about, you know, the, um, as Carl Ellis from Reformed Theological Seminary Atlanta would say, um, the unfortunate quartet, right? right. The, the, the poor, the widow, uh, and the, the fatherless. And, um, you know, uh, and, and how God cares about them, right? Like yeah. he He cares about those who are on, and the foreigners, that's the fourth one. Uh, he cares about those on the margins of society. And like I always say, man, like God has a heart for the oppressed. Right. We show we have a heart for God when we care for the oppressed. Right. And you see the, the way the Lord, you know, responds here to that. And I love verse 20. He's like, yo, can a corrupt throne be your ally? A throne that makes evil laws. And it reminds me of this quote. <clears throat> That was actually said by St. Augustine, yeah. referred to by Thomas Aquinas, and often attributed to Martin Luther King. Right. An unjust law yeah. is no law at all. Right. Right. And right, the point right, he's right. saying is like, yo, like the purpose of laws yep. is to promote justice on the earth. Right. Right. And he's like, yo, like the God is not for unjust laws that beat on the backs of those on the margins of society. Right. God is the kind of king who gets his hands dirty. Right. And comes down to help those people. Yeah. And Christians, those who serve that king. Should be those kind of people too. That's so good, man. Yeah. I love Psalm 94, uh, praising God in words that we don't think to use. Yeah. So praising God for his vengeance, right? And one of the things that's dope is that God's vengeance is a good thing because it's always aimed in the right direction. That's good. Right? He never misfires mm. and he <clears throat> never is vengeful like we are and has to come back and say, Yo, man, I'm sorry. I I shouldn't have done all that, right? God's <laughs> vengeance is aimed at the right direction. Yeah. It's firm. Yeah. It's right. And it's true. Mm. And God is patient with it. Yeah. So there's never a, man, I'm sorry. I just flew off the handle. I didn't give all you right. a chance. Mm. God's like, no, 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 no. I've provided time after time after time, chance after chance after chance. And the vengeance of God, like you said, for that, unfortunate quartet is something to rejoice in mm -hmm. because it is the key to their safety and security and we have to remember right mm -hmm. god's vengeance and god's wrath mm -hmm. is not a bad thing it's yeah. not opposed to his love mm -hmm. it's a demonstration of his love when something or someone that he loves is being attacked yeah. he's going to show more force than the attacker yeah i always feel compelled to do this you know yeah. people oh the old testament god was this 
you know, capricious deity who did it, who did it just like people. It was always flew off the handle. Right. And what's funny is that when the New Testament, the New Testament talks about the second coming of Jesus eight times more than it talks about the first coming. Mm. Right. And the second coming of Jesus, he the text always says that he's going to come back and what he's going to do. He's going to judge the living and the dead. Right. Right. So Jesus is the embodiment of this king right. who is going to come back and and ignite this uh, justice on the earth once yeah. and for all, especially in his second coming right. mm. uh, in his power. So we tend to think of Jesus as this is nice guy playing with the lambs. Right. When it's like, no, 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 he's coming back to judge living or dead. Psalm 95. Yeah. Great king, split in half. Perfect. Very, sm very small psalm. Worship, right? Worship this great king, but it's also a warning. Yeah. So mm. I love 95, and, and uh, Hebrews is going to pick up Psalm 95 and, and do something crazy with it. But he's like, yo, in, this, in the back half, um, today... Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, right? Yeah. As on that day at Massa in the wilderness. He says, uh, well, your ancestors ancestors tested me. I love this. They tried me. Yeah. <laughs> they tried me, bro. <laughs> right. They, though they seen what I did. What is he talking about? Exodus 17. Israel comes out of Egypt. They have yeah. front row seats to the greatest events in the history of time. Right, right, right. And they tried the Lord. Right. Their hearts were hard. Mm. They didn't listen to the Lord's voice. Right. And they complained. Yeah. Is the Lord among us or not? Right. Is he among you? Right. You didn't just see the Red Sea part? Right. And he said, yo, I swore that they would not enter my rest. Mm. Now, Hebrews 3 and 4, we went over in a small group. If you listen to this and you're in my small group, you know what I'm talking about. It was crazy because... Like in two chapters, the, the author of Hebrews is going to refer to this psalm like five times. Mm. And he's like, yeah, yeah, basically he's saying this. He's like, every day is today. Mm. <laughs> right? So there's a sense of urgency that he has. That's good. Warning the people of God that, yo, 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 do not harden your heart. Why is that language significant? Right. The Exodus. Pharaoh hardened his heart and the Egyptians. Mm. And they turned against God and received God's judgment. That's and good. God is like, no, no. Y'all can get it too, oh, right? That's like good. if you turn from me, right? If you turn back, yeah, it's a wrap, right? Right, like, right. In in the sense of urgency that the author of Hebrews had was like, yo, every day is today, fam. So right. he's like, therefore, encourage one another, yeah, today, so that y'all not are hardened. Y'all's hearts, listen, aren't hardened by sin's deceitfulness, right? And I think, bro, we need to have that urgency, yeah, because if you turn from the Lord and your heart becomes hard, yeah. it. It just won't be good for you because right. God is this just judge. Right. And so um, you see the warning here in uh, the sense of urgency, Psalm 95. Yep. Psalm 96 moves right to praising God, right? Mm -hmm. Praise God for his greatness. Give praise to God. It's not just um, a call to the people of God to give praise to God, but it's also evangelistic. He's going to go on and say, yo, sing it to the nations. Bring other people in. Yeah. Reason why? Because the Lord is great and highly praised. He's feared of, among the gods for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the uh, uh, heavens. Yep. Psalm 96 is saying, yo, give praise to God for his greatness because nobody even comes close, right? Yes. And what we see is praise is this reflex, right? Yep. So the greatness of God deserves praise mm. or let me put it this way your praise reveals what you believe is truly great mm. Mm. that's good there that's are really good. false things that are being praised and this psalm is saying no no, no listen 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 while y'all are praising all of these things mm. let me compare god to them so that you see god is 
greater than those things. Yeah, yeah. And then once you see that, now your praise is shifted mm. and you're reminded that God is really the only one that's truly deserving of our praise. Why? Because he's coming. And when he does, once again, what's going to take place? He's going to judge the earth. Mm. He's approaching and he'll judge in righteousness mm. and faithfulness. Yeah. 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 Let's praise him right now. Yeah. Father, we praise you for uh, mm. your creation. Thank you, Lord. For, um, your kingdom that is coming. We praise you for the way you care for the oppressed and the widow. We praise you for the way you care for us every single day um, as we go about. Um, Lord, we ask that we will praise you uh, continually all day, Lord, that our praise will not stop here. It would flow over into our actions, that we would not harden our hearts when we hear your voice, God. Um, we will remember that um, most of our greatest spiritual problems are listening problems. So we, yes. we would listen to you, Lord, uh, what you've convicted us of, what you've shared with